This podcast is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together with the best of live and on demand. Learn more at directtv.com. For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Marty Lurie, who's the weekend pregame host of Giants Baseball on KNBR 104.5 and 680 about this weekend series against the L.A. Dodgers. Not only is it the biggest series of the week, the biggest series of the season, it's the biggest series in a long time, not just for the Giants, but for the Giants and the L.A. Dodgers squaring off against each other. The Giants were in first place from May 30th until September 1st when the Dodgers passed them by a half game on Wednesday night. The Giants have an opportunity here to take first place back this weekend, or the Dodgers could create a little distance between them and your San Francisco Giants. The Giants have questions about their rotation. They've got questions about their lineup, and the Dodgers are looking to get back and make it a real World Series championship this time around in 2021. All things we can talk to Marty Lurie about, who joins me next. Today is Friday, September 3rd. Always fun when we can talk baseball, specifically Giants baseball, with Marty Lurie. Of course, hear him before every Giants weekend home game on KMBR 104.5 and 680. And I'd like to call him a good friend. Marty, we got September baseball. We have meaningful September baseball. How are you, man? How are you feeling about this weekend? I'm doing great. Uh, I, I think it's great baseball. The Giants played great ball. You look at all the statistics and all the things they did here for the first four months of the season, five months of the season, and it was like money in the bank. So uh, over the course of a baseball season, you're going to have ups and downs, and they're having a little bit of a down now. This is a ball club that knows how to play. They've got a lot of veterans, and the Dodgers are hot right now. So with one month to go, it's still of anyone's uh, division to win, and I think that's what baseball is all about. Well, they go 19-9, and do the Giants in August, and they lose two and a half games on their lead from the Dodgers, which, you know, for a lot of this season, I think, you know, the Giants were in first from May 30th until September 1st. I figured that the Dodgers and Dodger fans were looking up going, what more do we have to do to catch the Giants? It seemed like every time the Dodgers would win a game, so would the Giants, and for the last two weeks... That's kind of what we were looking at. It was it was against the A's when Donovan Solano walked off against him. That was the last time the Giants had picked up a game, not walked off, but got the big hit in the uh, in the late innings out in Oakland. Looking at it from a Giants fan perspective, you wake up on September 1st and you're like, wow, Giants got a half-game lead. If you told us that back in April, everybody would have taken that. But contextually, it did not feel as good September 1st. And then September 2nd, we wake up and the Dodgers were in first place. How did you look at this series against the Brewers, and, and what was your scope on how the last week has gone offensively for the Giants? Well, they're not hitting. Uh, if you look at their last 11 games, I think 10 of the 11 games, they got under double-digit hits. It was only against uh, McGill of the Mets that they lit up. Everyone right. else has kind of shut them down. So they're not hitting right now. And, of course, there's issues with the uh, pitching. And you've got Wood out. You've got Cueto out right now. Uh, Gosman is okay. Um, you know, Quintana came in and gave, gave him a shot in the arm. But Logan Webb really has been their best pitcher. So over the last couple of weeks, there's some flaws happening. They're not playing great defense right now. They're very vulnerable to good right-handed pitching. So, And the veterans have slowed down a little bit. You know, don't forget last year was a 60-game schedule. Here we are at game 130, and uh, the veterans have slowed down a little bit. So you need that energy of September. So I say the Dodgers are coming in. You've got everyone ready to play. The statistics that the Giants rely on, they're all ready. Don't do anything crazy. 
Just play your game and see where you where you go from there. They're going to be in the playoffs, but you want to go in feeling strong. You look at the roster and you look at what they did. Everybody wants the shiny new toy. Everybody wants the big bat at the trade deadline. And we kind of knew that maybe the Achilles heel for this team was going to be the depth of the starting rotation when we got deeper into the season or into the late months of the season. Here we are. You know, Johnny Cueto lands on the IL. They go out and they pick up Quintana. I don't know if Scott Casimir is an option for this weekend or some of these other guys. Kervin Castro has been on the taxi squad. Do you think they did enough at the deadline? Do you think in hindsight it's easy to look back now and say this, but should they have been more aggressive, maybe paid a little more to go get a starting pitcher? I think the starting pitching at that point was okay. If you got another starting pitcher, it'd be fine. But they don't roll like that. They're Tampa Bay. They'd like to have the starting pitcher go three, four, five innings and then start the reliever parade. So it would have been nice to get Max Scherzer, who's uh, having a fabulous season uh, in his five games with the Dodgers. But those pitchers weren't available. So they got Chris Bryant. Maybe another bat would have helped. That may have helped in the outfield. I thought that that was the one area that maybe they could have picked someone up. But now... You've got starting pitching of Webb and Gosman and DiSclefani. Then you have two open spots. You don't know who's going to fill them. But what worries me about the Giants going forward is the bullpen because you've got age in the bullpen. You've got Jackson, Brebbia, Leone, uh, Littell on the right side. Those are older pitchers. You've got Watson, Alvarez, McGee, Garcia, Quintana. Those are older pitchers. Now, If Gabe Kapler thinks he's going to work that bullpen every two out of every five games or three out of every five games, that's going to be tough to do. So if it's Castro coming up or Dotel coming back, someone like that, I can see it. But my biggest worry is overworking the bullpen because of their age. You just can't run these guys out there all the time. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge in September. Well, that's the biggest challenge. And I also look at, you know, I guess every team is dealing with this at this point in the season. Nobody pitched this many innings last year. Nobody played this many games last year. And it's always a concern, I think. I I always remember back to to Steven Strasburg or a guy like Matt Harvey when they were young pitchers and they came up. And a couple of them, I know Strasburg was coming off an injury. They shut him down because they put him on these innings limits. Mm -hmm. Logan Webb has been the Giants' best starter for the better half of this season He's approaching his innings limit. He'll he'll be at the most innings he's ever thrown in a big league season. But they need him. They need him to go into September. They may need him in October. Uh, any concerns around that for you? A little bit. But, you know, he's he's pitching with some traffic now. Yeah. But like Gosman, if you look at his runners in scoring position, runners in scoring position with two out, off the charts. So he makes the big pitch when he needs. And he's got good command. And it looks like he's uh, overcome the nervousness of, you know, getting in trouble and sort of falling apart. I don't worry about him. Uh, The velocity is still there. Uh, He missed part of the season, of course, uh, you know, with an injury. He's not looking at 220 innings. I think Logan Webb is the best thing they've got going. Gosman is another story for me. Uh, The split is is still not 100%. I'd say it's about 60%. He's a good fastball pitcher. He's got a little bit of a breaking ball. He's the one that's going to get challenged to pitch better because they need the innings out of him. And these Sclafani, you hope that he's okay with that ankle. So I think the biggest challenge, I'll say it again, Adam, is the fact that he's going to be using this bullpen a lot, and he wants to use the bullpen a lot, like Tampa Bay does. But Tampa Bay has a young bullpen, and they can bring them back and forth all the time. This is an older bullpen. 
it's going to be trouble if you have to go to them three out of every five starts. And the guys you're talking about, Zach Littell, Sammy Long, uh, John Brebbia, these are guys with options who they could kind of manipulate a little bit where if you got to throw them for two or three innings at a time, you can mm-hmm. send them back down. But with a guy like Harleen Garcia, who we saw last week throw pretty well and throw for an extended outing, you got to leave him on the roster. He's not a guy you can shuffle back and forth. So I'm with you. There's a little bit of a concern as far as the, the bullpen goes just because of how deep the starting pitching is going. Now, the offense, you know, the, the, the numbers, I think fans look at it and you go, man, they're big power hitters and guys like Mike Yastrzemski leading the team with 21 home runs, belts hitting home runs in, in fewer at-bats and we've seen him do it before. Finally got to 20, but there's some guys who were scuffling. Dickerson had a big knock on, on Wednesday night in a pinch hit at bat uh, for Kevin Gosman. We saw Darren Ruff in the leadoff spot. They're, they're shuffling it around. They're trying to get different guys in there in different orders to try to give them a chance. Buster Posey hasn't looked like himself. What What's your level of concern or your outlook on what they should do or, or how they should set up the lineup? Who needs to get here to give them a little bit more energy as far as the offense goes? Well, I think they have to just do a better job. I mean, Crawford has slowed down. Look, yep. age uh, is part of it, and it's a long season. It's a marathon. So you're going to have your ups and downs. So they're having the down right now, but the energy of September, the weather of September, the excitement of a pennant race should help with these veterans. I always say the veterans take over in September. But they need something out of Crawford. Uh, six for his last 44, not much power. Posey, seven for his last 51 striking out a lot that's so uncharacteristic for him. Brian has been okay, but he's a swing and miss guy. Belt is a very tough out. So on the veteran side, that's what you got. But then you don't have La Stella and you don't have Longoria in there. You need them back. So once you get a full complement of everyone being back, I think offensively, those guys can carry the burden. Now, Lamont Wade Jr., He's a waste of time in the leadoff spot. He's got to hit in the middle of the order. He's the only guy swinging right now with a lot of power. He can do damage. So I would have him absolutely in the middle of the order and not have him following the pitcher of the number eight hitter. The other ones have got to pick it up a little bit, but you can't put it on their shoulders because they've never been down the stretch before. These other guys have. Yastrzemski, 17 for 87. Dickerson, 9 for 36. Slater, 6 for 35. Those guys have got to hit a little bit better. And when the right-handed pitching goes, you've got to have something out of those guys in the outfield. Flores has been okay. Uh, He's got a little bit of a hammy. He's been struggling with that all year long. But he's a guy who attacks the ball. Estrada's just a kid. And it's tough to put him in this position. Uh, He's very vulnerable to breaking stuff. Casale is a backup. So, the way I look at it, the veterans have got to pick it up. I think they will pick it up. And you can't put the burden on the kids because they've never been down the stretch before. But Wade and Ruff can hit. And Wade and Ruff, I think, have to be in there every single day. Yeah, I like that thought process from you. I like having Wade at the top where he can you know, he can run into one and, and, and leave the ballpark. But like you're saying, if he's at the top and he does it, it's only one run. I'd like to see yeah. him down there. Maybe gotta, he's got to go in yeah. the middle of the order and yeah. get guys on base. And he's trouble. He's a tough out. He is. He's like, in a way, he's like a belt. Belt is a tough out. Ruff is a tough out. And you got to put those guys in positions now where they can do some damage until the veterans start hitting a little more. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. It's so hard to get through. Uh, we always say a six-month season, and, and you're the first one to ever put this in my head, Marty, uh, a couple of years ago where you were quoting Brandon Crawford, I think, who says, yeah, they say we play 162, <laughs> yeah. but he's like, I play 35, 40 games in the Cactus League, and then you go to the really? postseason. We're talking 
225, 230 games a year maybe. It is so hard to get through that many games. Uh, you know, and, and you build a team to do it. When you've got the depth the Giants have, you talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. We've seen the A's do this for a number of years. They've built depth within the organization, so you can shuffle these guys back and forth. It's much different, which is why the wild card game, I think some people look at that and say it's not meant to be played that way. As a Giants fan or, or for Giants fans, you know, the last couple times you were there, you thought, boy, Madison Bumgarner out there, you feel pretty good about that. Do you think there are teams that are obviously better suited because you've got a, a true number one ace, a guy you can throw or, or fire in that wild card game? You think the Giants are built to play a wild card game? Well, they could uh, play a wild card game, but it's not Bumgarner anymore. Right. And uh, if you are in a wild card game, and let's say, who, who would you be in a wild card game with? Well, uh, you could be in there with uh, San Diego, and you probably get Musgrove because he's the only one who's pitching well. <laughs> Snell all of a sudden is pitching well, but Darvish can't get anybody out. You get knocked around on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. If you get the Reds, you've got Tyler Malley. You've got Sonny Gray, perhaps. You Wade, know, Wade Miley. Miley. Yeah. You can certainly play ball with them, and the bullpen of the Reds is not very good. Uh, if you get into a game with the Cardinals, uh, Flaherty is hurt again. Uh, and their bullpen is a mess. Uh, Goldschmidt is on fire. I think if the Giants end up in a wild card game, I don't care who they play, I think they have an advantage because I think uh, the bullpen will be used extensively. I think Webb pitches the game, and if he's healthy, I would take let him pitch that game. And I think they're capable of getting a lead early. The key for the Giants is get a lead early. Don't always come back late. They're lucky to come back against the A's. Get a lead early so you can turn it over to Jackson or Leone in the seventh or Watson and Rogers, who's untouchable in the eighth, and McGee in the ninth. Get the lead early. So the key for me in the wild card game, Webb pitches it. They get an early lead against pitchers they can hit, and then they close it down with the three guys. I seem to remember a shortstop hitting a grand slam in a uh, in a wild card game. That was an early lead that they shut up an opposing crowd, right? They did. He shut him up. Uh, boy, the, that Pittsburgh crowd and all dressed in black, remember? <laughs> yeah, it was the blackout Ed, they did. Ed, right. Edinson Volquez, we love him. And you just knew it was just a matter of time until he threw one in there and Crawford killed it. Isn't that crazy? That note still stands today. He was the first shortstop to hit a grand slam in a playoff game. Did that blow your mind? Yeah, it does. Um, you know, we can think of... Uh, well, going back in Giants history, Chuck Hiller was a little second baseman, hit a big grand slam, I think, for the Giants in 62. But Crawford's terrific. He's the best shortstop in, in the franchise history, and he's still a tough out. But like everyone, they're all having a collective slump now of the veterans, and they've got to pick it up. You can't put this on the kids. The veterans have got to lead the way in September, and I think they're capable of doing it. I think it's just a period of time now where they're going to go to Colorado where they can hit. They're not going to see Freeland or Gray. Uh, then they go to Chicago to get the Cubs and Wrigley. And, you know, if the wind's blowing out, you're going to hit there. And I think they're going to get healthier over this next week. And they play the Dodgers tough. They play the Dodgers very tough. They've hit Urias uh, around pretty good. Bueller's tough, but the Dodger bullpen is still a big work in progress. And if you give me a lead against the Dodgers late in the game, I think the Giants can shut it down. That's all you can ask for is playing meaningful baseball in September, and the Giants are going to the postseason. 13 games clear as of right now of that second wild card spot. Marty, always fun talking baseball, man. We'll definitely catch up again when we get to the postseason. It's a great story. It really is a great story. And uh, who saw this coming? But uh, it's a great story, and we'll catch up again. Great stuff from Marty Lurie. He's just the best. At Baseball Marty on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Make sure you listen to him before every Giants Saturday and Sunday game. Also, he'll be with you on Monday this 
weekend. KNBR 104.5 and 680 uh, leading up to the, the Labor Day game on Monday afternoon. That one, of course, in Colorado against the Rockies. Thank you to Marty. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever it is you're listening. And that's because we've got football starting next week. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. Monday, as I mentioned, Labor Day, the off day. Enjoy Giants baseball this weekend against the Dodgers. And we'll be back with you Wednesday, gearing you up for the start of football season. It's Bucks and Boys. Buccaneers and Cowboys kick off the NFL season Thursday night football and then into the 49ers against the Detroit Lions on Sunday. And then Monday night, you'll get your Las Vegas Raiders against the Baltimore Ravens from Allegiant Stadium, the Death Star, out in Las Vegas. Everybody enjoy the holiday weekend. We'll talk to you Wednesday.